Welcome to episode 85 of Forging the Journey, where we discuss the joys and struggles of our entrepreneurial journey. I'm Greg Davis. And I'm Jared Dobb. And how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good this week, man. I, uh, I kind of started off on a good foot yesterday, coming out of the weekend. And we'll kind of dive into that a little bit, I think. Uh, did you see on Instagram at all? I saw I, you I tagged me. A little in, bit? Uh, yeah, I, I saw that and you said, tune into the podcast to find out more. So, Ooh. Yeah, drop the teaser. So I don't, I don't really have anything like super exciting, but I did end up finally taking that cabin weekend. Um, got away in the Jeep, but figured I'd talk about that at some point during the podcast and we'll just do let everybody know. What'd you do? Where'd you go? What'd you learn? So I learned that I needed that really bad. <laughs> um, if you are a diehard Forging the Journey follower of the podcast, you have heard me say probably... What do you think, Greg? 500 times? I need to get to the cabin for a weekend. Pretty much every I mean, episode, yeah. Pretty much every episode. I'm like, man, I just know that deep down in like my soul, I just need some time to disappear. And some people like to go out and you know hang out with people and be in big crowds, and that's how they refresh, and, and that's how they recharge, and people can re-energize them. And I'm more of the, you know, I anything that I have internally, like – I. I don't want to sound like an emotional wreck because I'm not, but like any of the struggles or stresses or any of the things that are going on in my life, I tend to just kind of bury them in the busyness of running a business and doing media and, and all of this stuff. So when I get out to be on my own, I get to kind of deal with a lot of stuff, you know, and again, I'm not trying to sound like overly emotional because that's not what this is. This is just, things get so hectic as you're, you're building a business, you often don't have enough time to pay attention to what you need to do for yourself. And I decided Saturday morning that I was going to go to the cabin and my wife was cool with it. Cause I've been talking about this for months. Yeah. She was she like, said, just get out of here and shut yeah, up. She was like, just go. Like, what are you, why are you sitting here? Like, just go. And I was kind of like wrestling. It sounds stupid, but I was, being indecisive as to whether or not I wanted to go, whether I wanted to do some projects at home, whatever. Uh, but I, I am glad that, you know, Saturday I, I packed up. So I only left around lunch. So it was a very short weekend for me. I left the shop around 12 PM. Yeah. Around, right around lunchtime. I packed up a bunch of target systems and things like that. And all I did Saturday evening, I didn't even stop at the cabin. I just drove right to where we go four wheeling, where we go take the Jeeps and stuff and just spent probably four or five hours taking pictures. And I essentially took, and Jess was kind of like, why'd you do that? Why, you know, she's kind of prodding me a little bit said I should have just been relaxing. She's like, well, you kind of went away and did work, but it was the kind of refreshing work where it was just me in like in nature in the middle of nowhere there's no buildings there's no lights there's no nothing just me the jeep guns targets and my cameras and it was a good time it it was calming and peaceful um i did have some interesting interesting mishaps with the jeep on the way up but otherwise it it did pretty good and i can't complain but i came home then sunday evening i left left the cabin around 7 p.m. and I got home around like 10 30 11 o'clock in the evening so I did have all Sunday where I just kind of went around and did nothing but yeah it was mostly just exploring places that I've never been before up there in the jeep 
got to kick it into four wheel drive a bunch and, and explore trails with some friends. Cause I have friends that live up there and we went four wheeling a little bit in the Jeep and it was, it was a good time. It was definitely much needed. Um, I didn't, you know, I got to one spot where I took these pictures in these pine trees and it was just this beautiful section of pine trees. And I've been posting some of the photos on TA's page the last day or so. And I sat down like, it's just going to sound corny, but like I sat down there and I had my camera and stuff and I just like felt the weight of the last five years. Like it was just like, you're kind of spinning through like a highlight reel of what the last five years felt like. And I just kept thinking of like from day one, I had lots of good memories where it was like, man, this is awesome. We're kicking this thing off. And then I had like those super low points where you were, you know, where we were just like made a bad decision or whatever, something didn't work out and how depressing that was in the moment. And then another high. And it was like this weird experience of just thinking through the last five years. And I can honestly say, in the last five years, I've really not ever on my own sat down and just navigated the ups and downs of what this journey looked like so far. So it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was interesting. And I, I definitely don't have all the answers still, you know, this, this last year was a really, really hard year. It was a really good year, but there was, and there's a lot of decisions and things that you and I have worked through and talked about and, and there's a lot of stuff that's still weighty on my head. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad that I did take some time away and get to experience that a little bit at least. But That's awesome. I think it, you know, past podcasts, I feel like it's been a little while since I've, I've gotten on my spiel about perspective, <clears throat> but um, I think perspective is everything. Um, and you don't get perspective until you step back and, and to take some time just to step back and, and <clears throat> you don't have to, it helps, but you don't have to go away somewhere and be alone to do this. Um, it, you just, you know, for anybody listening, like if you feel like you need better perspective in your life, you know, go shut the door in your room and or in your office and just take some time and, uh, I tend to get perspective a lot that way either. <laughs> you know, there's a few like there's chores that I've kind of turned into me time, like mowing the lawn, which that season is, is coming to an end here. So I got to find something else, you know, raking leaves or something like that. I like to, I like to have this time where, where I'll put my ear pods in and just either mute everything out. I won't put anything on or, or sometimes there's, you know, there's some podcasts I listen to or, or books I listen to that, that, that will spark a thought and that will just get me thinking. And, um, that happened last night. I was listening to a podcast and, um, and is, and the guys were talking about, um, just business this past year and, and the changes they've made. And it really just got me thinking about, um, about my, how my roles here are, are changing. And, you know, this is my last week as a machinist. And because on Monday I've, 
I got a machinist starting. Uh, his name's Corey. And so my job is <clears throat> truly going to be able to fully work on the business. I can, um, and <clears throat> I think my thoughts with that have been, oh, I can start engineering more. I can, I can start taking more photos and video and stuff like that. But, um, but just the thought that I kind of was coming away with last night is that even more than that, I need to make sure that I'm taking time to, you know, invest in the people that, 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 that work here. And, um, and, you know, just like, there's so much to it now. It, you know, we've talked before about how, when, which we're still very small businesses, but when we were very, very small, i.e. like one, two, three of us, you know, in past podcasts, you and me have said stuff like, you know, you'll, you'll, once you get really big, you'll wish that you were small again, just because, because the, there were different problems, but, but this, it seemed like there was less weight on your shoulders and stuff. And so I feel like I'm going into that now. There's going to be nine of us here, uh, which is just crazy. Like a year ago, there was uh, two, well, there's two and four. a half. Yeah, it's three yeah. and a half, something like that. Yeah, there was yeah, three to four of us. Um, you know, so we've more than doubled this past year. And so it's just, I, I really need to start being more of that leader and and I, and I, I think the piece of perspective that I'm that, that I'm just that I'm starting to go through now is, you know, I, I have to ask myself: is that is that who I am, and do I think I can be that person? Can I be that leader and that and, and a CEO and and lead this company well? Because I feel like we're I feel like we're probably getting to the point in the next couple of years where, um, you know, just like when I hired Dusty, I hired somebody else who could do the job better than me. Um, when I hired Nate, I hired somebody that could do the job better than me and Dusty. Um, I'm hiring Corey because he's going to be able to do the job better than me. So I have to ask myself, um, is, there, is there somebody who I think could run my company better than me? And so I'm, not, I'm trying not to roll out, you know, anything because uh, because if, if it means for a better healthier company and also a better healthier me and employees and stuff then that's something i feel like i should consider um and and, and i i have i have absolutely no idea who that would be or or what that would look like or anything but it's just it's kind of that natural you know the natural natural progression of of how it's been the last five years. So how, how could that possibly look in the future? Uh, so it was just, yeah, there's a lot of, this year has created a lot of new thoughts that I didn't think I would be having to go through uh, so, so quickly in this venture. Yeah. It feels like, the repeating thing that I always say is it's, it's been five years. It feels like 10 to 20. Sometimes, sometimes it feels like three days. The, the time perspective is crazy. 
but that's, you know, this year being as hard as it was and as rewarding as it was, my biggest driving force or one of the biggest driving forces, one of the things that excites me the most is adding to our team. It's also extremely terrifying. It is. And I can't even, unless you've hired people, unless you've fired people, unless you've been in those seats where you're trying to do the best for your people and your team and ultimately everything lands on your shoulders, it's really, really hard to understand or describe um, in past jobs, I've I've been managing. I managed people. I did scheduling and things like that, and I didn't have the same amount of pressures. So I kind of walked into this into the unknown of hiring and building a team, and learned a lot in 2020. Um, so yes, it, it is a super super exciting venture that we're on, and I I resonate, and I I could just completely understand where you're at because I feel exactly the same where now, you know, last year when I went into 2020, I was like, man, we're going to build a a content team and I want to be one of the best videographers and editors that you see in the gun world. And that was just a goal. I wanted to just do these things for the company because I knew it would work. Now this year it's like going into 2021, my perspective has shifted and, and now I'm, hungry to just invest in people that can then do the things that I would like to see the company do. So it's a little bit of a perspective shift partially because, you know, like you and I have said a million times, as you try to do it yourself, you end up putting on three hats, four hats, five hats, five, you know, you take on five different job positions or descriptions and you're only ever going to be decent at them you're only going to ever be able to put a little bit of time here, a little bit of time there. But when you hire people strategically for those positions, they're now putting all of their time and energy into that position. And if they're bought into the company and they believe in the mission, they are going to be more effective than I will be at that one task. So the problem is, and it's not really a problem, but the reality is then I need to manage those people. So now I have even less time to do that thing that I originally wanted to do. And now the, what, what's been very difficult for me is I have had at any given time, I would say five to eight meetings a week among our team because we have team members in different states um, and we're adding to the team. So now we've got all these moving parts and with people being remote and having multiple projects going on, I feel less productive when I'm just game planning with the team, but I know how, how important it is and how vital it is to the business. But that's something that it's kind of new territory for me is kind of taking a step back and being kind of the orchestrator, kind of the planner and less of the executor. So let me ask you this because this is, do you think that you stepping back um, and becoming more of a manager is going is a detriment to the business? It could be. Um, I'm cautiously allowing certain areas to be taken over, and not that I don't trust people, 
But if you just hand the reins over too quickly, that could be a, a major problem. Um, and yeah, that's good. No, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, that's, I think I understand what you're saying. And it's definitely something that I think is important to have on a radar. Even if you hired three people that are fantastic, say I hired a videographer, which we just did. I have a graphics designer and a photographer. If I just all of a sudden let all three of them go and had no, you know, yes, no authority, you know, but I was like, Hey, you guys just make awesome content. We would lose course more than likely. Well, I guess I'm not thinking that so much. I, I, I agree with that, but I think, so here's where I'm, here's where I'm coming from is that I feel like the last year, maybe almost two years, um, me moving into machining and bringing machining in house was a great thing in that it, it saved us a lot of money actually. Um, we were able to grow and, and grow quicker. I was able to, um, I was able to create the Raskin EDC tray, um, in house. I was able to do that quicker. Not that those things couldn't have been done, you know, by somebody else and me not being a machinist, but, but having a machine in house definitely, um, definitely spurred those things on. With that said, I feel like I have not worked on this company very well over the last year or two. Um, I do think the growth we've seen is, you know, has, it has a lot to do with the team that I have around me. Um, uh, I'm not taking that away, but, but I also don't think that you and I should um, that we should discredit our value in what we bring to the company and what we, and what we, and what we were doing at the beginning, because, um, you know, just, I think about myself is that the products that I've come up with have only been created because I had the time to do it. And I've not had the time over the last couple of years to really be a product developer um, because I've been a machinist. I've been, I've, I've been so, I've been so ingrained in the business, working in the business, you know, making parts to keep up with, with current demand. And then when I had time, I would go, create content or I would, I would come sit on my computer and it was, um, so I guess what I'm getting to is, do you think that you getting away from, um, you know, from being the content creator and moving into managing people could, do you think in a year from now you could be like, man, um, I could have done a lot for the, for this company, but the position that I've taken on has held me back and has held this company back. Do you, do you think that's possibly, um, the way that I'm approaching this right now is 
the content is still from my brain. The messaging and the look and the feel and the way that it's going to be presented is still my brainchild. It's still going to be, this is what the standard has been for TA. And this is where Jared ultimately from hit. Cause my, my position is, I guess you could say I'm similar to my actual title is vice president. However, I'm more of the marketing director. Um, so that I guess, and maybe I didn't describe it properly, but I'm going to be doing less of the physical editing of the thing. Just like if you see a director on film or something, they're not necessarily going to be physically editing that production piece. Right. However, I am going to be the guy that is managing the team that's creating that. And also what's exciting is just like you said, you have more time to R and D and create products and work on your business in my seat where I'm at right now, the best way that I can work on the business is to figure out and navigate what we're doing with our media in house, because that's my, that's my position. Um, we, we do have a benefit because we have multiple owners it, it creates tension and headaches sometimes, but when it comes to, you know, creating processes in the shop, I just trust that to Ethan and I ask questions and I have input and stuff and we have meetings where we're talking about that all the time, but those guys are making some equipment purchases and, and doing their thing to make our shop more efficient. And I don't really have to deal with that at all. So I guess, I don't know, 2021, by the end of 2021, we'll know if I feel like I need to kind of tweak, kind of change what I'm doing. I definitely. Who does most of your guys, um, you know, product ideas and developing and stuff? Usually when it comes to an idea, I'll come up with the basic premise of what, you know, what I think should happen. And then Ethan and I will tag team and make it essentially normally I come up with the raw idea. I come up with like the first or second iteration of it. And then Ethan and I'll start working together to fine tune it and then create it in a more efficient way. Uh, the, the prototypes are always not very efficient to produce. So it takes weeks to kind of figure out the nests and the CNC programs and things like that. But so my, the reason I ask is, you know, you know, my, my thought for you guys is, you know, don't, don't lose sight of that either. Um, Cause I, I, f- I feel like for you guys, the, the targets that you guys have come up with and have made have, have been very cool. Um, you know, you know it, it's been revolutionary. Some of the stuff you guys have done, you know, with the falling tree and, and Phoenix and um, it, like even the two thirds, I know there's other companies that make two thirds targets, but I don't know. It's just, there's something about what you guys do that set you guys apart. And so you know, don't lose sight of, of continuing to push forward and create new, new things too. Yeah. And that's, that's something that I've even at this point had more time to pay attention to. And we do have three or four products that I don't have any clue when they'll get released, but we're finally at the point where our brand 
is known enough that I'm willing to pull the trigger on the one. And I'm, I'm super excited about it. But again, there's just so much going on. I, I don't think Q4 is the right time right now for us to do this just because of what's going on with our world and everything. All right. Um, but soon, very soon, there's going to be some products. And the cool thing is we're also branching out into some different, different items that are very applicable to our industry, but also not necessarily completely steel target related. So that'll kind of be our first time where we'll have some flagship products that bridge some different gaps. And yeah, I don't, I don't know how that'll go, but you know, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I, I'm not arrogant enough to say, you know, this is definitely going to work and definitely going to go. I've learned a lot over the last five years and, and sometimes things just don't go as you planned, but I'm, I'm pretty confident. The first product that I'm discussing here just very vaguely is a steel target system. And I think that when I drop this steel target system, it's going to take the rest of the industry. And I think that all other players, like I've seen some, I've seen some other players coming out and getting a little aggressive. You know, I've seen a lot of in, big influencers and stuff pushing other products. And, and I can tell you that the moment that I drop this, it's going to be a game changer. And, nice. and I think that it's going to take, I think it's going to approach the market that currently, because like we're, we are a high end product. We are very high end product and you pay for it. And it, it is what it is. It's like every other good product that, that we have out there. There's just certain areas that we are not willing to sacrifice on. And it, because it's our core values, it's, it's what we have built the business on, but we have new equipment coming and the new equipment brings new capabilities. And with new capabilities comes a ton of efficiency gains. And because of that, I have some new ideas that is, are there going to make our targets, um, available to even more people i'll say that so That's I'm, ex I'm excited you've heard the for the phrase before innovate or die yeah and, uh, and i feel like that's man i feel like that's that is so true and i feel like i need i even need to have like i have ryan cut me some vinyl to put on my wall the beautiful scripty font that says innovator die just remind me every day i want to come in <laughs> yeah uh, yeah make <laughs> you it must like, keep doing things yeah you, you make <laughs> it look like live laugh love but it'll say innovator die. <laughs> uh, oh man that's funny i mean i was even from a content creator perspective like it's it's kind of the dream to to have new stuff to create content with you know it's been making Neomag content for five years and I gotta be honest, it's it got tough at year three. Yeah. <laughs> to be making new content and creating new things and new angles and scenario drills and I, I, I don't know. It just you know, we're constantly trying to think of of a new way of doing things and and uh like you know when we came out with the century strap we were so excited mostly because we finally got another product to make make content with like finally we can make rifle content this is this just opened up a whole new area 
of of content we can make and and people to reach and so it's uh that's kind of what my thoughts are just just like with my with all of the next products that i have on my whiteboard here that i'm that that, that i'm kind of started but then i'm looking forward to really diving into my thought with 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 each of them is that you know this is this is going to reach a new a new area it's it's all related uh you know to the edc and gun and and gun area uh, culture but it's but each one is is going to take us into a new a, a new place and so that's what's got me excited for you know for next year and um i'm kind of looking at this year is just you know the rest of this year it's already we're already halfway through october so yeah <laughs> which is insane we got two more months man and then we're going to be hitting off at ground zero again for 2021 but i mean yeah the holidays are are quickly upon us here so we're trying to ramp up for for that and uh, it's just my goal is just to get through the rest of the year get through shot show if that's it, so far it's happening so get through shot show and get back and and really you know hit the ground running with uh with some new stuff i mean i'm man i would love if i could if when when cory starts monday if i can just I'm thinking it. So I had a thought, I'm like, what if I tell everybody here, I'm taking a week vacation. I am gone. But I come in here and I just close the door and I lock it every day. And I don't leave this. You know, I, I come in and I'm thinking about even like bringing my lunch in here in the morning. So like I, I'm not allowed to leave this office and do that for a week. Um, I'm doing a staycation is, is what I'm thinking about doing. Cause I would love, man, if I could come up with a solid one, two, I got three months, right? Till, till shot. It's the end of, end of January, October, November, November, December, December. Yeah. So I got three months. Um, if I could come up with a solid, um, like, like even pre-production, you know, like almost a prototype, but <clears throat> If I could come up with something to bring to Shot Show to 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 say here's what's <clears throat> here's what's coming in 2021, um, we are in production. Uh, that would be that'd be awesome, but that's gonna be tough to do that through <laughs> through the holidays and and up till Shot. So yeah, yeah, that would be tough. It'd be hard to actually completely unplug and and not have any distraction. But I'm sure you could if you wanted to oh yeah i i i but with no i, I don't think i'm going to be able to start that on monday because i'm going to have probably a week or week or two i don't know how long it's going to take really to get to get cory up to speed with you know with with my programming and and all that stuff but uh i don't know maybe if first week in november i can i i could do that but uh I know my team here really would love that, that they would love to see how Dusty is, has, has kind of in a way challenged me with that too. If, you know, what if we could get another product out? Well, it's, it's a couple months ago we were talking about trying to get one out before shopping season this year. Uh, that's obviously not going to happen. So the next thing is, you know, what if it could happen before, before SHOT Show? So 
Yeah, I I think if I would take a solid week, I could finalize the plans for this other target system. And for now, until we get our equipment, I'd have to outsource some of the components. But I could actually get it. You know, our, we have a really good relationship with one of the local machine shops, and um, and they have all the lasers and fancy stuff that we don't currently have right this moment. But we are soon going to be taking some of the work that we've been outsourcing to them and, and taking it in here. And if I would take a solid week, I could get that figured out for that new product. But, you know, 2021, one of the things that I think, I don't even know if our shop is totally, I mean, the guys know it's coming, but it's going to be extremely eye-opening. Is just the fact that we're going to have that CNC press break, brand new piece of equipment. And now we're going to be bending a bunch of our own pieces. I mean, that is going to keep, we may have to hire people down in the shop. Yeah. I would think just to, to fill that in because we, we run batches of 500 to a thousand of those angles every time we do that and we burn through them fast. So it, it's going to be a very interesting year. We have a lot of stuff on the table. If I can get these products out, I think that, TA will just further expand. I mean, we're going through our influencer game plan right now. We're, we're going to be making a lot of tweaks to that for 2021 and, and kind of changing, changing a lot of how we've done things. Um, and it's no, no surprise to people that listen to the podcast, follow us, but we're really going to be taking ownership and investing in the company marketing. And I think that you're going to see a lot of companies doing that. Uh, maybe not a lot, but you're going to see agile companies that, that really value that doing that more and more as we go forward. Um, but one of the things that I have as a goal is I would like to see TA creating trends, you know, not just writing things that happen, but being positioned with key people in a way that, people are doing things with content because of what we're doing. And that's several years in the making. And, and that takes a totally different approach to marketing, but just the amount of the, the amount of influence and leadership that TA targets could, or any company could have in the industry uh, when you take your media in house and really own it. Um, is is pretty incredible, and there's a lot of different examples of companies that are doing that well. Uh, that I'm, you know, not even just in the gun world. I'm watching in other industries as well, looking at the heavy hitters and the people that are doing exactly what I'm envisioning. I've built relationships with some of them, and um, the the payoff is there, but it also requires people and planning and equipment, and none of that's cheap. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's uh it's crazy the things that we're that we're having to face to to ask ourselves now. Uh, I mean did you think that, that this is where you would be in five years? No, not at all. And in fact I didn't really feel like I owned a real business, a quote unquote real business until we started in 2020. Yeah. And I, I can't, 
you know, it's to some people that might be mind blowing. They're like, what do you mean? How could you have not felt like, I mean, you've invested money, you've invested time. You've, there's a point where a business starts to become a bigger business. Now you have team members. Now you have people that are relying on the business and it starts to feel real. And it also starts to feel real scary (laughs) is what I'm realizing. Um, So welcome to a real business. Now you have a lot of people relying on you. I think for me it was when, and I, I still kind of have doubts every now and then, um, or just, I have to, I have to put this thought in check and make sure that I, that, that it's, that I don't just say, okay, everything is, is good to go. But, um, once I kind of realized that I don't have to do something every day to sell my product and that, that like, if I do nothing today, we'll still have sales and we'll still be moving forward. Um, and I still, and <laughs> I go back and forth on that thought. Like, you know, those times like, Holy crap. I, uh, just, I was so busy today or so in depth today that I really didn't do anything. And when I, you know, when I check sales at the end of the day, we had sales and like, Hey, I've, I've got a functioning running live business, uh, is kind of a crazy feeling and thought. And at the same time, I don't think I'm ever going to be able to shake the feeling of, uh, of just kind of that bootstrapper of, you know, like it, of just constantly having to do something. Like I, I, I constantly, I constantly have projects going on here of whether it's, it's, it's working on a product, it's working on an event, it's working on, uh, you know, a custom shop Neomag or something like that. So uh, I'm never going to get to the point where I'm just going to sit back and let this thing run. I'm always going to be working on it, but having that thought of, of that, this thing, this thing is working and it's working well. is a cool thought. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So you want to think it's time for let me guess. Ace break. Ace break. All right. So you have a question. Um, I should have a question. <clears throat> I had one and then I lost it. So um, I'm just going to go with this one. This first one I just saw. Would you rather? Oh, here we go. Lose the ability to lie or believe everything you're told. That's so bad. There's no win there. No. So always have to tell the truth or believe everything you're told. I feel like the believe everything you're told kind of is a good description of our society currently. (laughs) <clears throat> which is not working so well. So no, it's not working great at all. It's going great. Not. Um, 
I don't know why. I, I don't have much of a reasoning behind this, but I think I would choose to lose the ability to lie. I think, I mean, that's just where my gut's going. I'm playing some scenarios. I mean, I'll never be any fun for surprise birthday parties in. <laughs> um, but, like, if you knew you had to lie, you could avoid people who you had to lie to. So, like, there's a little bit of evasion there where I could – you know, kind of navigate my world. Uh, you think about, um, so I'm going to say, I'm going to say the same answer just because I also think it's, it's, it's scriptural. You know? Right. It has an ethical value. There. <laughs> there, there, that's what yeah, I was going to say then. Yeah. You know, there's some ethical stuff there too, but, um, yeah, I, I, like, I don't want to be gullible and just believe everything I'm told either. That's, that's awful. Uh, that's also, um, sure there's some proverbs there that talk about uh wisdom and yeah believing everything you hear exactly um so yeah just along the lines of like uh, not being able to to lie but if you couldn't lie think about you know kind of how you would probably live your life a little differently you know like you're saying like there's there's accountability yeah exactly there's avoidance but there's also oh I am not going to be able to cover myself if I do this. <clears throat> I'm going to have to tell the truth. So I better not do that. So. Yeah, that would, um, that would be interesting. That would be very interesting. Just thinking of all the bad decisions I've made as kids and someone asks you, what was the worst thing you've ever done? And well, now you can't, <laughs> but I guess you wouldn't have to lie. You could just say, I don't want to answer that question. So there's always that you don't have to give answers. Yeah, I guess I definitely am taking the lie one. Yeah. I ever seen liar, liar with Jim Carrey. I don't think so. That's I'm, I'm giving you homework. Go watch liar, liar this weekend. It's a good movie. That's pretty funny, but it's basically, it's basically that he, uh, he can't lie. It's pretty funny. I might have seen that. A long, <clears throat> it's an older movie. It's an older it? movie, yeah. Yep. All right. Well, that is... That's the end of that ice break. That was a short one. That's that. We answered that one pretty quickly, and I'm stalling as I'm trying to get this thing. There we go. It's <laughs> break. All right, bud. Well, uh, I better get back to work. We do have, we didn't really get to it, but uh, I've got ORD this weekend. Got a big weekend coming up uh, that I'm super excited for. And going to do a little camping, hanging out with some current friends in the industry and making new friends. And it sounds like you got some cool stuff happening this weekend too. So <clears throat> we'll have some. That's some neat stuff to talk about next week. Yeah, headed down to Georgia Sunday. First thing, we're going to pack up in the morning, and we're hanging out with John Lovell and Evan. And I'm sure everybody knows those names, but they're Warrior Poet Society, and we're going to be shooting content of the Raven and our targets, and there's going to be a whole marketing push between both of our companies, which I, to say I'm excited about is – kind of an understatement i mean i've yeah, talked sure. to john a lot over the years but 
to be in a more official capacity working together company to company. It's exciting. So yes, there will be much more information on that after the trip. So stay tuned. Awesome. All right, y'all. Well, thank you for listening. If you could do us a huge favor and it would really help us out a lot. It actually helps get our podcast seen and found and not buried in the bowels and depths of podcast uh, whatever uh, world please go and, and and leave us a five star rating and a generous comment would really go a long way for us we would greatly appreciate that absolutely alright bud well you have a good week uh, talk to you next week absolutely see you guys yeah.